Let me ask you this though. Do you think in our lifetime are we going to see the, I guess, collapse of society and, you know, us elevate away from this bullshit? We're already in the lake of fire. We're already in the collapse of a European or Caucasian dominance. Their money system is falling apart globally. Their birth rate is at an all-time low. It's, it's at a point globally to where they cannot replace their um, aging population. Right, right. So within 100 years, they may cease to exist. Exist, exist, exist. You're listening to Thoughts in the Dark. Now, I'm not going to give too long of an intro because I want to dive right into the second conversation that I had with my brother 1AM, who's a community ambassador, a scholar, someone who is in the trenches putting in work on the streets of Los Angeles, California. So, with that being said, if you haven't taken a listen to the first interview that we had a chance to do, I highly advise that you do that. Go ahead and scroll down, look through the episodes real quick and find the first conversation that myself and Brother 1AM have. And then also listen to this one in its entirety. With that being said, I want to get into this interview, man. So sit tight, buckle up. Let's get it, man. This is Thoughts in the Dark, y'all. brother how's everything everything is good so we man it's 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 so much going on right now man i'm excited to have you back on man because i know everybody's talking about these shootings that's taking place so do you mind weighing in on 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 that topic first to kick this thing off to be honest i don't know anything that could even add to the you know conversation other than the fact that people say that both of these shooters were trump supporters and racist I really don't have too much to say about it either, only because this shooting stuff is part of the culture, man. We live in America where, you know I mean, they're the biggest drug or gun runners in, in the world. White people really don't want to deal with the fact that terrorism is really inherent inside of their culture, you know. Right, um, right. Even, even, even when you look at how they implemented Christianity in um, Europe, they, they implemented it through terrorism. They terrorized their own people into going from being outright pagan to being Christians with a pagan twist on it, right? Right, right, right. So I was peeping out Charlemagne the God's post yesterday, and he was like, terrorism is the only area where white people do most of the work and get none of the credit. (laughs) That's real talk. You know what I'm saying? You had a bunch of people chiming in in the comments, and they was like, Oh, this is just, you need to be talking about how we can come together as opposed to, you know, spewing this divisive rhetoric. What's divisive about it? Right, right. It's real talk. 
because white people feel as though that they can, they're, they're the only people that can vilify a group of people and it be That's legitimized. That's real. So ultimately, it's just like, first of all, majority of mass shootings in America have been performed by Caucasian men, white Americans, right? Absolutely. So then, you know, you know how you know white people want to chime in. Well, y'all kill each other every day. That's not terrorism. And that's right, that's a product right. of poverty. Right. That's not terrorism. Right. Don't get it twisted, and don't forget that Timothy McVeigh was a white supremacist. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Connected to anti-government groups, and this is why he blew up uh, that building in Oklahoma City. So when you go back, even to Tulsa, Oklahoma, Black Wall Street. Uh, 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 Rosewood, just slavery, right? And and how, in order to get the slaves to be slaves, they would um, hang a pregnant woman upside down, cut the baby out, let the baby drop to the ground, then stomp the damn baby to death in front of everybody, grab the meanest, the roughest, right. and the toughest. Uh, you know what I'm saying, black man, the, the the most unruly, tar feather him, set him on fire, tie all his limbs to four horses, and then beat the horses. And, you know, until they ran and his limbs split him in, in four different pieces. That's terrorism. That's real talk, man. So, so today, white people feel like they're losing. They're losing <laughs> their country. They're losing <laughs> their power. They're losing their ability to manipulate people. So as that happens, they're going to become more more hostile. They losing the world. Absolutely. And the reality is, grip on is it. that is that see see the most dangerous point for anybody is when they've been in a position of power. They've enjoyed the benefits Absolutely. of that power and then they start to see the signs of losing that power. Absolutely. And they got the power through wickedness, so you know that their plan to keep it is gonna be the same way. You know what I mean? So so they become more dangerous at this point because they're trying to hold on to something that got grease on it. <laughs> and they try to the right. more and more they try to grip it, the more and more it's slipping out of their hand. And it's based upon the facts, but it's also based upon that unconscious feeling of, you know, they're losing what was once theirs, even right. if it was stolen. It still is theirs. What they you know, think I, is theirs. I, I uh, pissed off my coworkers yesterday. It's funny because we we were having a conversation, and then the girl expressed the fact that she supported Israel, and I'm like, I'm like, they not even Semitic people. Yes, they are. I said, no, they're white people. First of all, if you didn't know that they were Jewish, wouldn't you think that they was white? So Jewish is not a a race. I might right. be Muslim. But I'm not confused at the fact that that's not my race. Right. You feel me? Right. That's so, real talk. So, so stop trying to give these people some extra damn racial demographic if they claim to be Jewish. They're white people. Right. Right. You feel me? And they come from Europe. And that ain't nothing but Northeast Africa. So since they in Northeast Africa and stole some land, now all of a sudden you want me to agree with that? And, and guess what she said? She said that that's how stuff been going on for the past thousand years. And who has benefited from it? But but white people. That's crazy, so, man. So, so the fact that I wouldn't accept <laughs> the fact that that's her reality 
and that's been the reality that they've been stealing shit. Right. Creating a country over stolen land and, and creating economies off of stolen goods, right? And now it looks legitimate. And now I'm saying that it's ill legitimate. Right. You're pissed off. Hey. You're pissed off because, you know, it's something inside of you that's like, damn. Our view of the world is being challenged. Absolutely, that's what and it is, man. Right to challenge white people's view of the world. They feel like nobody does. Right, right. And if you do, you're somehow you're you're the racist. That's, that's crazy, man. That's crazy, yo. Maybe you can answer this for me. How did we get to a point where Israel is like the apple of the eye in political realm and like these even American citizens, man? They think. Israel is like, you know what I mean, the beacon of light or the people we're supposed to be looking towards for whatever salvation or whatever the case may be. Like, where did that come from, man? Where did that start? They control money. Ah, there it is. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's it's, it's that simple. All right, you got dollar bills in your pocket. Everybody got their own currency. But who prints it? The international banking system which who runs the international banking system, the Jews. Right, right. Look up the Rothschilds. They tell you they like Stuart. The Rothschilds were were Jews. Right, right, right. And the Rothschilds controlled the banking system. See, in Europe, right, when they turned into Christians from pagans or pagan Christians, right, they weren't allowed to dwell in business that dealt with interests. Okay. But, But in the Jewish kabbalah right it's legal for them to charge exorbitant amounts Mm -hmm, of interest mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. take advantage of people who who they don't consider to be jewish right right right. so they were doing the accounting for kings right they were in a segregated community but they were doing the economic work for the kings so they were protected the ones that were the accountants the ones that were in charge of money so now we boil this down they they understood that in order for them to uh, have a place in society that they had to start controlling and dominating all of the power sources right 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 and that main power source was money the only reason why America don't don't rock with um, uh, 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 Iran, didn't rock with um, Afghanistan, didn't rock with Iraq, don't rock with North Korea. Oh, so we got cut off, y'all. Uh, we gonna get my brother back on real quick because he was in the middle of something that we definitely needed to uh, hear. There you go. <laughs> he back. They kicked me off, shit. <laughs> they heard me. Right, right. <laughs> they they listen to die. The only reason why they don't rock with Libya, well, they, they didn't rock with Libya, right? The only reason why they don't rock with Iran and Afghanistan and Iraq and South Korea is, is because they either didn't or don't have their currency being printed by the World Bank. Right. If you control your money, then you an enemy to the global power. Absolutely. Structure. And the Jewish elite control money. Hmm. I said, I don't care about who who 
is in the political seat of power. Show me the person that controls the currency, and I'll show you the person who controls that nation. That's real talk, man. I forget exactly what the general's name was, but he was doing an interview. Uh, he was basically saying that there was a dossier floating around the Pentagon with seven countries. Those Basically, the seven countries that you just mentioned, North Korea, Iran, I think it was Sudan was in there. But it was a couple other ones. Libya, of course. But all of the countries didn't have a central bank. And these were the countries that the U.S. were planning to invade in the next, like, 10 to 15 years. And this is back in, like, i say 2010, I believe. So follow the money and you'll figure right. out exactly where the motives are. Right. That's the hand that rocks the world. It's even get down to lay down, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right, and, right. And, and this, is, this, is, this is the mentality of Caucasian people. Either get down with our view of history and what we did to y'all, right? And just say, "Oh, one day, one day we gonna get it together. One day, us as white people are, are, are going to change our behavior towards black people that you can accept it." And mm -hmm. we all we all know that whenever they change their behavior, it's always a manipulation to make us more comfortable in our unknowing servitude. To them. Right. You feel me? Right. This is how black people can make the least and spend the most, but we feel like we're free because everything that we're doing, it, it you know, actually works out for them. It's Absolutely. in their best interest and not in our best interest. And when anybody has to guide you to your best interest, they always have to tell you about why you're in the condition you're in. If a doctor hmm. diagnoses, you know, with high blood pressure, He's going to have to tell you when you've been eating too much red meat. You, you got too much salt in your diet. Right, right. Right? So when anybody come and tell black people, oh, you got too too much Caucasian and, and white way of thinking and living in your diet. And this is why right. your life is the way that it is. Since they're always in our business. Like, they're like, well, Minister Farrakhan said in his speech, he said this is his speech. Why do you even know what he said in right. his speech? Because if you wasn't paying attention, you, you know, the way, right. what our leaders were saying, you was not invited. That's real talk. You wasn't even there. You caught the live stream on the internet. That's for real, man. Waited for him to say something that you could twist and turn without showing the full context of it, because you wanted to to make other people feel uncomfortable with what's going on with black people. Because it's, it's something in the hearts and the minds of people unconsciously that they know that if black people get it right, it's over for them. See, it's, it's really you having a functional life. And living a clean, functional, healthy lifestyle is actually a military stance to America. It threatens Absolutely. the fabric of America. And people don't understand it. You feel me? That's a heavy statement, man, but that's real talk, man. You threaten the power structure. You said something in the in the last podcast that we did that I wanted to touch on, man. Man, so you said that the conversation needs to be about us moving away from white people as opposed to coexisting with them. Can you elaborate on that and, and elaborate why we haven't done that yet? Let me start from the back of it and then move to the front of it. Got you, got you. Right? Um, we haven't done it yet because we lack true self-esteem. Okay. Um, we, we lack true appreciation for ourselves because... If self-preservation is the first, you know, what is it, the first law of 
survival or something like that, right? So, right, right. And we're not even seeking to preserve ourselves. We're we're seeking to stay amongst white people and give them a chance to mm. one day get it right mm. at the detriment to our children's lives. That's real talk, man. <laughs> at the uh, detriment to our families and at the uh, detriment to our own personal wealth and our intellectual property um, and our own manhood and womanhood. Absolutely, y'all. You feel me? So, so you know, you you preserve what you love and you destroy what you hate. You know, this is why, you know, they could never call this day reverse uh, racism or, or, or hatred and truly be truthful because whatever you hate you seek to destroy you want to get rid of it you don't want it around you mm, you know what mm, I mean absolutely. you at least get it out of your environment and, we and whatever you that. love if a man truly loves his family he will maintain his family hmm. even if he got to put on payless shoes on his self or even even on even on his children he, he will he will bite the bullet that's real talk. You know, you know, suck up his pride, and um, you know, so we maintain this 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 country. We maintain white folks at at the detriment of ourselves, which means that we hate ourselves and we love them. Damn. So, you know, since we hate ourselves, we can never build for ourselves and do what is right and do what is productive for ourselves because you destroy what you hate. And you uphold what you love. So until until we begin to hate the white person that's inside of us, because, right, right. because you know we think like white people, we act like them. So it so it's normal. We've normalized us living the way that we live, and we're okay with us living the way that we live. You know because it's okay to the greatest society. If we're all human beings, then it would not be okay for us if if the dominant you know. If the dominant perspective was that we were just human beings and it wasn't about race, then everybody would help the part of the human family who's most in need. That's real talk, man. But they're taking advantage of the part of humanity who's most in need. Right, right. Who's actually the wealthiest part of humanity when it comes to natural resources because we are born, we are, we are from the best parts of this planet. Um, Africa has the most natural resources. This America, we were here in America before anybody was here because we, we populated the whole earth, but we only chose the best places to live. Right, right. If you go all throughout South America, you're going to see pyramids. So it's not that some Hispanic, because Hispanic people are, are new. They never existed pre-conquistador. <laughs> which 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 was the Spanish Spanish army, right? So 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 when they conquered that part of South America, they buried and they lied and that the Aztecs and the Mayans and the Olmecs wasn't black people, but they were. And once we once we realize who we are, then we'll automatically go into a state of building for ourselves but it really just takes a small group because the Illuminati aka the Great White Brotherhood um, refounded and restarted by Adam Weishaupt you can look up Adam Weishaupt and it's going to mm-hmm. say that he that he was the founder of the uh, Bavarian 
Illuminati. Right, right. right. You know, and this is why a black person can never be a part of the Illuminati, can only be used by it because it's AKA the Great White Brotherhood. What they look like letting you into the Great White Brotherhood, shit, shit, shit don't make sense. Right, don't make so sense. Now, they'll use you as long as in, in, in your usefulness, you're able to help them accomplish their goals, right? Absolutely. So, 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 so ultimately, you know, once we realize who we are, it, it'll just take a small amount of activated original people to actually get this job done and to actually manifest something for the greater whole. Absolutely. And this is why when you look at power, even, even if you look at the political system, in America, you got the left wing, you got the right wing, right? And the president is the head of state because the head is the brain and it drives, it drives yeah. the organism, it drives Definitely. the entity or the individual. And it takes most of the natural resources, but, but then it redistributes those natural resources justly throughout the body. You feel me? Absolutely. This is why, uh, you know, two, two options in a political process are, are no option and they tell you that it's not an option that's why they say left wing and right wing because you let me know a bird that half that bird can fly east and the other half of the bird can fly west they gotta go in the same direction hmm. because those wings are working cohesively absolutely absolutely that was my next question too you kind of touched on it too like how how many of us Percentage-wise, do you think it would take for us to move to separate? It's a hard question to answer. I think a thousand of us, you know, could, you know what I'm saying, could really do it. Because mm. when you look at the head, like, you know, they, they say a, a, a body of people, and just going back to that knowledge. So the head is, when it is, is really the smallest part of the body, you know, when it, you know because, because the hand is a part of the arm, the finger is a part of the hand. You know, so so the head itself is, you know, one of the smallest parts of your actual body. Right. So those that 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 part that can guide. See, the problem is most of our leadership is bought paid for. Ninety to ninety nine point nine, you know, percent of, of of our leadership is bought paid for. Absolutely. And man. that's why they're out there. You feel me? So since they're bought paid for, whenever shit happened, they always brought. You know, uh, Jesse Jackson to the table, Al <laughs> right. Sharpton. Right. Then the young people start cussing them out when they came to uh, Ferguson. They ain't want to hear it. They're right. like, they not- <laughs> it was really going down. Where was y'all at? They're not, they not relevant anymore. Right. So once we're able to just get a small, concentrated amount of people who, who, who can move um, unselfishly in a way that's beneficial for the whole. And that's why the, the, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said, said that they never wanted to teach us three sciences. The science of mating, because if you know how powerful your seed is, you'll know mm. also how to pick a woman, not not just solely based upon a physical attraction, but a mental attraction. Because mm. The goal is to create a god in physical form, mm. right? Not, not to just get with a sister because... She got a fat ass and she and she pretty, right. but her mind is lacking. Her morals are 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 are, are lacking. So y'all y'all not compatible on a, a mental level, and you know vice versa. Right. You know they didn't want to teach us the science of business. 
because you know coming back from the relationship part relationships are sort of like a business absolutely. agreement as well absolutely but you know flipping it business will allow a small amount of people to to create wealth and create opportunities for the whole hmm okay and military you know which really all three of the sciences that he mentioned are really military because business is military right. and mating is military but once once we get something we got to know how to actually protect it absolutely so you know and this is why any avenue um, of, of importance you know because media is very important media allows you to get your message out there to the people allows you to change people's perception um you know this is why artists are very important and artists have always led cultural revolutions you know like like alex pushkin who Mm -hmm. who, alex alex pushkin was a poet who damn near started a revolution in um russia he created the literary language for russia he was he was a quote unquote mulatto black man he was he was real fair skinned right but but the rich people and the kings in Russia spoke French so mm-hmm. all the poor people spoke Russian but they didn't know how to write it and since he was black they used to make fun of him even though his parents had money they used to make fun of him right so he he associated more with you know the uh, peasants like he, he would he would he would he would hang out with you know the people at the bottom because right. the people at the top would you know make fun of him so he started to make poetry and his poetry was about revolution and people had to learn how to read to even read his mm. poetry and it almost caused the revolution they started it but the king stopped it but the king liked him so much that the king killed everybody that that he had inside the revolution except for him and just put him close to him in in his cabinet you know what I mean? And, you know, that's 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 what you you know, keep your enemies close. Definitely, definitely. That's been a saying for centuries, man. Keep your enemies close, man. You gotta watch them. So you can literally, they know through you know just just do historical case studies that you can start a revolution. You know, with poetry, with music, with with words, with art. Absolutely. You know, because we have the. I guess you could call it, they call themselves a conscious community, right? Would you say that that would be enough force for us to, or enough people to move away from? Or are they still connected? Too much ego. What was that? It's too much ego and not enough we go. In the words, uh, 19 Keys. Right, right. You know, I mean, you know, because it's certain, it's certain, it's certain elements and certain things that we all hold that the other may not hold. True, true. You know what I mean? So that restorative process of waking up the dead part of us and reviving us and and making us moral and and changing us back into, you know, what we should be. I mean, that that standpoint could be taken by the nation. You know, they, you know, I'm saying we got a track record of cleaning, cleaning brothers and sisters up that, that was prostitutes and drug dealers and killers and the worst parts of our community. The military part could also the, the 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 inner military part could be you know taken by us, but the outer, 
you know, could be taken by the Black Panther Party. The right. the uh, law part could be taken by the uh, uh, Moors. You know what I mean? Because Absolutely. you know, since they so keen on the law and, and you know and, and things of that nature, and and so on and so on. So if we realize the value that we all have individually, and then we bring the value right, together, bring it, bring it all because you know, talk, man. right. Right. That's real if we link up, then we have the ability to do it. You know, that's saying they be like, all we got to do is come together. Is that really possible when we all have individual uh, things to bring to the table? Well, the most honorable Elijah Muhammad said that our unity is more powerful than an atomic or hydrogen bomb. Mm. Right? So, since our unity is extremely powerful and is a threat to this system, right? Now, now he didn't say our total unity. He just said our unity, right? And then he didn't say that our unification had to be on the level where we all looked at the world the same way. Absolutely. Now, what we should understand is that the fact that we are all original people. Hmm. And we are the mothers and the fathers of civilization. So if we can unite based upon who we are, right, right, right. not on what we what we have become. Mm, that's real. You know what brother. I mean, or, or, or what we yeah. associate with on an ideological level, right? Uh, then I think we can find the common ground that we need, right. Because I don't think nobody needs to think the same. Nobody needs to have the same spiritual beliefs. Nobody needs to, you know, walk and talk alike. You know what I mean? Right, right. Um, We just need to uh, recognize that there's power in us working collectively. And it's called synergy, being synergistic. Um, The way two people can do the work of three. And one person can only do the work of one. So we can double or triple mm. our output or quadruple our output by heavy, working man. together. Brother, you be hitting these topics, man. <laughs> Two people can do the work of three. I like that one, man. That's, man, that's powerful. Wow. I mean, they proven it. Like, they, they didn't tie things like a thousand pounds to, like, the back of a horse. One horse pulled like a thousand, the other pulled twelve hundred. Then they put, they tied three thousand to both of the horses. Right. Right. And, and collectively together, both of those horses moved to three thousand. But but you would think wow. that their max would be would be twenty two hundred. Right. One right. A thousand, the other moved twelve hundred. But that's just not the reality. Man. You know what I mean? Man. That's why I say a thousand people as the head, the head can get the body together. You know what I mean? Right, right. Because you're not going to go to the gym if you don't have a mental agreement to go to the gym. Mm. You know right, I mean? right. That's you real. can't, you know, you can't, you can't move your arm without your uh, brain sending in electric signal to the arm to move in any part of your body it, it, it just that's just how it works right you feel me so once you get enough strong people right together that are melanated 
then they can move the rest of the body. But first, they have to come together. You feel me? Right, and this is right. It's not, it's not solely based upon us coming together completely. First, is based upon, you know, the right people coming together. Right, right. That makes sense. Be, be, you know, because because of how white supremacy, you know, works works the uh, same way. And this is why when you look at the dollar bill, it's a pyramid with without a capstone, and above it is the all seeing eye, which represents the Illuminati. That's representing the the ruling elite right. class of white people who are at the top, right? That you really don't see like that, but they see the whole picture. Mm-hmm. Then you got these layers that go underneath it. And each layer you get get to gets bigger, right? And the top layer is the smallest layer. So everything in life is a pyramid. I'm hmm. not gonna put a scheme behind it because that's what they call it. Right. So 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 once the smallest part gets right, the mind gets right, then the mind will be able to look at the situation, right? It will be able to process the information that it's looking at. We have to come up with a logical plan on how to move and how to operate, and it will give the hope to the rest of the body of people for us to move forward. Now, do you feel like, you know, the brothers that came before us, you know, that moved crowds, we talk about the Khalid Muhammad's, the Malcolm X's, the, even the unsung brothers that we don't even know their names, but they even had, you know, community movements and so on and so forth. Do you think those brothers could have linked up and and started this movement, or it just wasn't time yet. I mean, anything is anything is possible in in the freshness of the opportunity to make it possible. Right, right. Meaning that, meaning that now it's not possible. Then, I mean, I think that if he didn't get into his feelings and misinterpret his teacher, I think he would still be alive. You know, same thing with. You know, Malcolm may may have not lived until today, but if he didn't make certain mistakes and missteps, he wouldn't have been assassinated. The only reason why he they they had a chance to assassinate him is because he didn't have have a check post, right? He he stopped his check post that day, and by stopping the check post, people were able to come in with weapons, who were right. FBI agents. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And they did what they did to him. So we always have a plethora of choices that lead to a plethora of outcomes. Absolutely. Like you, like you literally don't have to go to work tomorrow. Right. You don't gotta go. You get fired. Then or, you can be working somewhere else. Or not get paid. Right. There's <laughs> something in us to hold on to what we think is like this line, and we need an event to take us off the line, as opposed to us just choosing to get off the line. Right. Right. Uh, you know what? This is not advantageous mm. for where you know for what I want to do. I'm gonna just do something different today. Right. So I think that you know if, if Malcolm and Martin would have hooked up, you know, you know before combating each other's ideologies, right. you know, and and so many other organizations as opposed to you know, but I think it's like case studies though too. So we gotta look at what they did right, what they did wrong, right, and then right. study what they did right, and try not to do what they did wrong. Absolutely. Uh, and you know, a lot of people want to battle. We find ourselves in a constant battle over ideology. Right, man. Right. 
That's crazy, bro. But I, I can understand in the sense of nobody really wants to be proven wrong, you know what I'm saying? So I can get it on that level, but when it comes to the common goal or the common good or the, like you said, there's not enough, you know, I forget the exact quote, but, you know I mean? Everybody's out for self or these people are out for self and not necessarily for the common good or the, the movement of the people. You know what I'm saying? As long as white people in control of us, then everything is wrong. Right. And if that's not the goal for us to control our own destiny and fate, then I don't know what we think. Man. Are there any brothers that you look towards for knowledge that, um, you know, say you could point people to? Yeah, tap into uh, Nation Town TV on uh, Facebook every Sunday and tap into uh, Minister Abdul Malik Saeed Muhammad, the Western Regional Representative of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. Obviously, tap into anything that the minister has dropped and is going to drop. I'm going to just say this. Let your path come to you. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You're going to be guided in a certain type of way by your intuition. What You know what sits well with you and what doesn't sit well with you. You feel me? Right. And you know what questions you want answered. And there's many teachers. So you find the teacher that answers the question that you want answered. Whether it's a lecture or whether it's a book. Because somebody got to write the book. Right, right. You know what I mean? So ultimately, you know, I can tell you where I got certain information from. But is that going to guide you on your path? No, it's not. That makes sense. People want to be as deep as somebody else when they should just want to be as deep as they can be. They should want to, you know, delve into the deepest parts of who they are. Because the more we understand, the more we become more in tune to our own self. You know what I mean? Right, So the more you're able to express what's already there. That's the goal. That's... I remember somebody telling me or whatever you hear that aligns with your spirit is already in you. We're so busy searching for stuff that's already out or that's outside of us that we're not looking, you know, internally and asking those questions that are already inside of us and looking for those answers. You know what I mean? So that's a good point, man. That's a real good point. I mean, that's the real education. I believe education derives from the Latin word educere, which means to, to pull out what is within. You should learn how to pull what's in you to the actual physical world. And this and this is this is right. the issue teaching everybody the same shit. Okay. And when you teach everybody the same thing, then they never get a chance to actually express what's hidden inside yeah. of them. That's because right. you're teaching them what you taught everybody else, which is only making them a version like like a you know, robot. Right. You feel me? So in order to pull what's inside of you, it's just like you got, you know, uh, turntables behind you right if i teach somebody who is a painter about how to use turntables they don't they don't give a fuck about that information right. that information does them no good that's you feel right. me now if i teach them you know certain things that's relevant to what is inside of them what they want to manifest then they become better at that and i think that every child every individual um has something inside of them that they really want to express but life in the world puts you in this cage and in this box and tells you that yeah. you 
are lower than animals. Animals, they, they can find anywhere they want to live, and they live, they naturally got a house. God just gives them a house. He's making right. a bird's nest inside of a, a tree. You know, a, a, a bear just finds a cave, and, and he lives in that cage. They mark their territory, and every other animal respects it, right? They don't they don't have to, mm. you know, buy food. They don't have to buy water. So, so we as human beings, people have told us, who have created a false system, a false world over top of this world that, oh, you got to work for your basic human rights. And your basic human rights are food, clothing, and shelter. Right, right. You feel me? And then they tell you that you're better than somebody else, right? Because you got a better car, you got a better house, you got better clothes. Right. You dig me? And this is what, what life is about in a Caucasian world. It's about the accumulation of human rights, things that you should naturally have for free. That's real talk, man. You feel me? That's real you talk. You should naturally have somewhere to stay. You know what I mean? Right. You should naturally have food because these, these are human rights. You naturally have water. Like, how can you own water? How can you own the land? Who did you buy the land from? Right, right, right. Man. You dig me? So what they say, that's, that's a civilized society. Well, you know, it depends on what type of civilized are you talking about because right. if you're talking about civilized savagery this is what we live in civilized savagery where people will literally uh oppress other people to give other people a good life and that's the world that we live in it's not a world of equity and people will mm. call that oh that's socialism when people have you know these guaranteed things first of all i'm not with socialism i'm not with capitalism i'm not with communism i'm not with fascism because they're all all forms of european thought. absolutely so until we realize that it's something inside of us that makes us unique that we should have the ability to pull without see that's your divine destiny that people people spend so much time Right, working for the basics in life, working for human rights, for food, clothing, and shelter, that they don't have enough time to explore the deeper uh, depths that are within mm. themselves to manifest who they really are. That's real talk, man. And that's that's the reality. Man, man, any any final thoughts for the week? Because I know some shit go to go pop off. You know what I mean? Before we get to the next joint, man. You know, I saw, I saw that they passed in in Congress reparations for homosexuals. Uh, man, I saw that man. <laughs> that tax bill, right? It pissed, it pissed me off. You know, for one thing, I didn't understand why. You right. feel me? Like, what what did they go through to need reparations? Right, right. You know what I mean? And if you 18 years old and you were homosexual, what have you really gone through? Right. Like, why? Like, oh, because they weren't able to get benefits because they couldn't get married. Like, they couldn't get the, like, that's bullshit. It's bullshit, you know what I mean? man. You know, what, what, <laughs> what, what about, so, uh. so you know, you know it, it made me think about, damn, like, they really don't, like, like that Tupac song, they don't give a fuck about us. Right. Right to the day I die, cause they don't give a fuck about us. What a, you know, talk, man. Michael Jackson's song, they don't really care about us. 
the reality of it is is that until we really care about ourselves, nothing is going to happen. You know right. what I mean? And this is this is on a personal level, not just on not just on a I love black people. No, you know, um, until we we love ourselves individually, right. that love that we so called have for the whole is distorted. And I'm talking about myself too. You know That's what I mean? Real. So That's real. this is not just a thing to where I'm speaking these things to other people because right. I suffer from this as well. We we all suffer from post traumatic slave syndrome. Right, right. It's real. But we devalue ourselves, you know, for the betterment of this society. Play small so they can stay big. Let me ask you this though. Do you think in our lifetime are we gonna see the full fruition of I guess collapse of white society and you know, us loving each other to the point where we can elevate away from this bullshit. We're already in the lake of fire. We're already in the collapse of a European or Caucasian dominance. Their money system is falling apart globally. Their birth rate is at an all-time low. It's, it's at a point globally to where they cannot replace their um, aging population. Right, right. So within 100 years... They may cease to exist, but they seek to implant their mind in us. Right, right. To continue to live. And those who are in the know are doing this. And those who are in the not know are just unconsciously doing right, this. Right, So <laughs> Don't even know it's happening, but it's happening. They're engaging in it, but they don't know that they're in, why they're engaging in it. You know, yeah. so we're all in a race of... Survive, 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 survive. Buenas, flaco. Llámame flaco. Pero mi primer nombre es Yacindante. El apellido del pey. Oiga, mis ojos son testigos. La hermosa y el peligro distinto. Claro que sí, la verdad. La calle, el pueblo, las fincas y centros, ciudad, calidad, lo mejor, mal y más, guerra y vida, amor y cambia, comida, la guarda, pistola, oración, para ellos, damas y caballeros, familia, crianza, la luz en la distancia, querido Dios, vienen más cercana, mi vista, mi casa, mis sueños, mi alma, quiero saberlo, sentí tu abrazo y tu contacto. Flaco.